This is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico, and we're back with another episode about redefining success. And we have another special guest, an amazing educator. Uh, I believe raised in L.A., but made in the Bay. Yes. We out here. Um, please tell us who you are, where you come from, and, and you know, you ready to dive into this conversation. Yeah, so my name is Seba Garcia. I am from Los Angeles, California. Um, I was born and raised there, product of LAUSD, Pomona Unified, hey. Whittier Unified School District, so I moved around a lot. Um, but at 17, I moved to the Bay Area to go to San Francisco State, so I went to college out here, and I never went back. So I've been in the Bay Area now longer than I was ever in L.A. Cool. This year. Well, thank you for being here today. Uh, I just want to drop a quick little story. We met um, in connection to Natalia Sanchez in the building. Uh, shout out to her. Shout out to her. Uh, we met right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I was sharing the story that Natalia and I were planning to like travel Europe together. And then that's where I met you at a coffee shop. Uh, been following you on social media, super dope about the causa, doing things in the Bay, and then reached out and I was like, let's do this podcast, right? Uh, this podcast is about redefining success and what it's like to look for people like us navigating the crevices and especially I want to say in education. Um, so talk to us about like the first uh, heavy questions. What is success for you at this stage of your life, right? Because I feel like success kind of changes, but right now. What does it look like yeah. for you? So success right now looks like just taking the first step to do what you need to do, right? Um, I think I was sharing with you initially that um, I quit my job in June. Um, and my first step towards success in that way was to save up enough money <laughs> to quit <laughs> so that I had a little bit of a nest egg or like some money saved to be able to like survive off of in case I wasn't successful in the business. Um, and like success right now means that I'm able to take that step um, even if I am scared right? And I'm able to just keep going little by little, even if it's not like the business that I imagine isn't thriving or isn't doing like what I thought it would, right? Um, okay. Let, let me kind of like ask a follow-up question on that regard about success. Um, growing up, that you have some mentors, that you see someone do it? And it was kind of like, all right, I want to do what that person is doing when I grow up. And now you're doing it, right? Uh, or was it kind of like, no, there's no one doing it. And I'm trailblazer in my family who's doing it. Which one was it for you? Yeah, so I grew up with a single mom. Um, I'm a daughter of immigrants. Um, and my mom worked like two or three jobs at some points to make ends meet. And so I didn't really have like any mentorship around that. I know that like I had to work hard, right? Like that was always something that was like instilled in me. Um, I did have a cousin though, who was like much older and she actually opened up a bookstore in Pomona. Hey, shout out to the cousin. Yeah, yeah who's, the bookstore is reopened now okay. too. So Ave, my cousin, um, she and her, one of her best friends, I believe opened up a bookstore. Um, I was like 10 when they opened it up and I loved going to the bookstore. Um, so I guess that was okay. like a way that I was like, oh, wait, uh, this is fun. Like I enjoy doing this. But I think in 
at 10 years old, it wasn't like, oh, my cousin has a business. It was just like, oh, vamos a ir a, a leer libros yeah. at, at other store. I, I feel I, I like to ask that question because often I, I've been in different circles in, in society, right? And sometimes I come across people who don't look like me and they talk about how their great-grand-granny started a business back in the day. So I was like, damn. And then I start questioning my own, like, you know, journey. And I was like, who started a business in my family? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, nobody. This is new me. Mm -hmm. And I'm making some sacrifices that may be going to pay off for my kids after this, right? Um, what were some, like, big learnings as you started your business, right? And also want to hear more about what you do in your business that you um, – wish you knew before you even was like, let me take this parachute off and jump in, <laughs> yeah. like some, some key takeaways. Yeah, I think some of the things that I learned starting my business, um, one is that you'll be okay, right? Like I think I, I was lucky enough to have a coach through the Surge Fellowship. So I was a part of the Surge Fellowship um, in 2021. And through them, I was able to get a coach who was like super dope, Jess Chacon. Um, she told me, do it, save enough money, do it. And, you know, if like if it doesn't work out, you always you can always get a job. Um, and so I think that's something that I'm learning is being able to trust myself, mm. right? And being able to trust like, in my own intuition and being able to trust like that my ancestors got me right and that like what is meant for me is meant for me um so definitely that um and then also i think as far as yeah like i didn't i wish i had researched more on like llc what that <laughs> means um what is better what is the difference? I can't just do this on my own, right? So I think like the liability piece of it. Um, yeah, so I think those are some lessons that I'm learning. Oh, yeah, and another big one. Mm -hmm. I think this is a life lesson is like, what do you have capacity to take on? <laughs> and what actually fits into, you know, what actually fits into the work that mm -hmm. you do versus like, hey, I know that like I could get money off this contract. I know I can do it. And do I have capacity? Mm -hmm. Does it fall under like what I really, the lane that I want to be in? Right? Mm -hmm. That is so key. I feel like I, I lately I've been grappling with that of like, is that on my lane or that I'm just doing it because I'm good at it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'm just doing it because I'm good at it. But that's a great point. Um, talk to about your business. What is your business? What you do out here in the Bay? So I am a mental health consultant for schools. Um, I have been in the Bay Area providing counseling services as a school counselor for the past 10 years. Um, and so through Healing I Was Wellness Solutions, I support schools in building out their mental health programs so that students and families can actually have access to mental health in schools um, and like really normalize mental health in our communities. Um, and then I also support counselors in developing as community responsive and culturally responsive counselors so that they're able to figure out ways to support all students that they serve in their school sites, but also figure out how to incorporate like students' lived experience into the curriculum that they're building, into the work that they're doing, right? Um, I think 
I'm also, aside from healing hours, I'm also a professor at USF. So I teach graduate students, counseling students as well. Um, and one of the things we talk about a lot is like our worldview and how it influences like the lens in which we obviously see the world. Yeah. And that's different for our students. So my work in healing hours in, in working individually with counselors is to be like, hey, what's coming up for you right now? And is that relevant to like your student, right? Mm -hmm. Like how can you provide services that your students are actually want to be like, want to be a part of? Yeah. So. Thank you for that. Uh, and all your information going to be tagged in into this video. Um, going back to making a connection to success, right? Mm -hmm. um, you said that growing up, maybe there was your cousin. Yeah. But other than that, it was just your mom, you know, working. Uh, and I, I want to say, sadly, that this is a common narrative for a lot of moms who come here, mm -hmm. migrant moms who come from different countries. Um, now that you are a professor starting your business, what were some main, like, points of support you, you you said the fellowship was search but outside that like just in real life what are some coping mechanisms hitting you hitting you with the with the terms coping mechanisms that helps you kind of just navigate some some muddy waters and yeah. I'm sure being a professor and also starting your business to get to this level of success yeah therapy <laughs> therapy definitely helped me um with talking about some of that imposter syndrome that like I felt and, and even continue to feel right, even though I'm like, hey, I've been doing this, like, I get so much great feedback already um, around the work that I do. And there's still that imposter syndrome creeps in. So therapy, okay. and then also reminding myself of like, actually, like, these are the different ways that I have been able to succeed, right? Like, I was able to have an LLC now, right? Um, I'm not making six figures. Yeah. But that's okay. I have an LLC and like that is success. Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah. And then really learning how to give myself grace too. Mm -hmm. I feel like I quit my job at the end of May and then like a week later, I was already doing a training through my business. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I didn't give myself yeah. space to like rest. And um, I think giving myself grace in, in those moments where I'm like, I'm tired or like, okay, I, I'm feeling nervous or I'm, all of these different feelings are coming up. Um, I think allowing myself to, to tell myself like, it's okay to feel that. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay to feel all of those feelings, um, especially in something that's so new, right? Yeah. I, I think touching on that piece of, of being so new um, for me when I, when I started my business, it felt like I was entering a different level of society. <laughs> right like it was like a whole different bubble that I was not either aware there was one or I was just like what is this but it, they're so liberating um and also it's like it's, it's on you mm -hmm. to make the connections yeah. <laughs> right yeah. uh it, it, like if you don't wake up and like grind it out and hustle there is there's not gonna be money or an invoice going out yeah. so it's like how do how you you said you've been working in education prior to that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like it was a consistent paycheck, right? And kind of, we get used to that idea. How you been dealing with that too of like, now it's time for me to go out there and put myself out. <laughs> yes. That, so that wasn't a huge adjustment mm. for me too. It was like, oh yeah, I can wake up at like 10 a.m. But then that means that like, I still have to work, right? I can't just like, oh, I mean, I can. I yeah. can decide to like, 
watch Netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. and documentary or something. Yeah. Play on my Nintendo Switch <laughs> yeah, yeah. or whatever. But that means that like you still have work to do yeah. tomorrow or like tonight or whenever that is. Um, so I think finding that structure, I'm still finding it. Mm, okay. Um, I'm still finding the structure of like, okay, if I wake up at seven, I can drink my cafe or whatever. Yeah. And then, and Bounce then I in. get to work. I could go to the gym in the morning or in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. but at least I have some sort of like flexibility. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is definitely an adjustment to make that happen. Yeah. And, and it's part of that adjustment. I going back to like your story of like growing up. Um, did you see anyone else like just in the, as an adult now doing this work? That you kind of like, oh, I want to mimic some of those things from those people who are successful. Or being a consultant was not even in your mind frame until like X amount of years ago. Or did you, you've been working towards this? Good question. Um, I feel like I, no, I don't think I like, I, okay, so. Through when I was in the search fellowship, yep. right, they asked us about how we would, how can we widen our impact mm. and expand our impact, right? I did not imagine myself not working with students. Like, mm. that's what I love to do. I love working with students and families one on one. And I never, like, I don't think I ever pictured myself not working with students. And then now I'm like, okay, if I really think about how I want to like expand my impact, it actually has to go beyond that work that like I love. And it actually has to be um, providing support for the educators that are working with Mm. those students. Cause I can't reach all of the students in Oakland or all of the students in the Bay area. I'm like, you know, doing direct work. Um, So yeah, I don't, I don't think I ever like, pictured doing pictured myself doing that um and then when i did get a coach through the search fellowship and i was in like a group coaching program as well um prior to that i realized like oh this is like i can guide people in in kind of like whatever my passion is like i can support people in developing counseling skills Mm. or developing things like that um but yeah, I think those are like the first couple examples. And yeah. I had heard of people being consultants, yeah. but I'm like, what do you do? Like, yeah. I wanted to know more, but me daba vergüenza. Like, yeah, that, you know? I, I feel like that also connects with me just because I heard about consultancy in different spaces. Um, but I was like, what you do? You give ideas? Yeah. But but this is going to sound pretty, I don't know, pretty messed up. But I was like, wait, you can sell ideas? Like, it didn't hit me until, like, two years ago. I was like, wait, people will pay for that? I was like, bet. I'm getting up every morning <laughs> at 6 a.m., drinking coffee, and then grinding it out. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we are built with, like, so much innovation and ideas that sometimes it just comes naturally. And I was like, we can, we can, we can put a price to that? Damn, that's crazy. But, yeah, I think building a routine, building something that keeps you moving forward and seeing other people do it that look like us is really important. My follow-up question is, what are some of the biggest, like, hurdles that you had to jump, not just for your business, but for your journey to success um, here or growing up in L.A. that kind of made you feel like, man, this made me stronger, but it was a difficult moment in, in, in that past. Yeah, I think, so I know money was a big one, hey. like, financial support, like, to this day, I'm like, I, if I were to fall in hard times, like, maybe I can ask 
some folks, but it's it's not something that I'm like, oh yeah, I can le puedo hablar a, a my grandpa or whatever, right? Like to to give me some of my fun there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what people have, yeah. but yeah, I think like even being a young college student growing up basically in the Bay Area, like as a college student, it was like, yeah, there was there was times where I had like cents in my bank account, right? And I was like, okay, I get my financial aid paycheck on this day. I got to make it through this week, right? Um, and even doing work study, it was the same thing. Like, because I grew up, like we grew up poor and like low income, um, I didn't know how to manage money like that. Um, so I feel like that was a huge hurdle mm -hmm. to where now I'm trying to unlearn some of that and, and knowing like, hey, it's accessible. You have access to it. You can you can, you can get a job that will pay you enough to be able to pay rent and do all of those things, right? Or to maintain the mm -hmm. privileged lifestyle that you have now. Um, so I feel like money was a big part of it. Um, and I think like imposter syndrome was also something that was huge because again, I didn't have someone that like modeled like, Hey, this is what you can make a living in this way. Um, and so because of that, it was, yeah, it was like, Oh my God, can I really do it? Am I really doing this? There's times where I'm like, why am I doing this? Like I could have just done that. And then I think about working nine to five and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think those were two, like, financial and some of that, like, my own internalized yeah. beliefs about yeah. what it means to be successful and what it means, like... To make it. Yeah. To make it and make it in a different way that your maybe family or friends have done it. Yeah. Uh, I always talk about, like, growing up in a survival mode, right, to yeah. a certain degree, you don't have a plan B. You are the plan A through C. Yeah. Like, when you mention about the financial piece, like, similar to me... I'm like the main who made it, but I feel like I haven't made it, you know, like around my family, but you are the main pillar who's like creating something different, but there's no plan B and that's hard to navigate. That's like a big wall that sometimes feels like, man, I got to climb that mountain to get to like a better place. Mm -hmm. um, and it's difficult as a, as a first gen, as a, as a immigrant in the U.S., as a person who has been marginalized for years in, in this country, like it's so hard to make that happen. But I feel like we are creating those waves in, in this in this sea to, to make it happen. Follow-up question is, like, who are some uh, people who, like, support you in the process? Um, or you want to give a shout-out to people who have helped you on this journey? Yeah. So I have so many folks. Like, that's what I'm, <laughs> I am fortunate. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of money, but I grew up with a lot of folks that, like, love and care on on me and mm. like are a part of my community so um and who have like plugged me to like surge right yep. um and one of them being leslie hey, hey, okay yeah leslie, so dope um an educator and a coach out here in in oakland as well um and founder of la casa de jenny yep too. yep yep um, which we've been trying to get you yeah. to be a part of. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, so Leslie, she's one of my best friends and has been a huge support. She's actually um, connected me to Surge, to the Surge mm, Institute and the yep. Fellowship. Um, and then through that, I met um, my coach, Jess Chacon, as mm. well, who actually supported me and like 
building out a plan to to leave my mm. full-time job and launch my business um and made it like simple for me right because I was in my head and I was like no I can't do it like how do I do this what do I do and she's like you just just go on this website yeah. and get your LLC and I was like that that's it and she's like yeah. yep then you get an EIN yeah. number so she was kind of guiding mm. me in that process when I was mm. ready for it um and yeah like my family who hey. regardless of whether they're like we don't know what you do yeah. but Good job. I, just yeah. really quick, two things. <laughs> Earlier, you said like it was hard because you don't know what what first take to take, and it sounds like your mentor coach helped you get an mm -hmm. LLC. Mm -hmm. It feels like you just stuck though. Like it's not like oh, I don't know what to do. No, it just feels like you are not able to move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what to do next. I want to do it, but I don't know where to go. Yeah. And sometimes we need those people that can show us the way, and just grab your hand, grab your computer. It's like this is what you do. Make it happen. Yeah. Shout out to them. And then when your family, that question is like, I don't know what you do. We're going to support you. I feel like I, it so resonates. I wake up in the morning and I was like, you're going to work today? I was like, no, I'm working. Yeah. And she's so confused because yeah. we live in so many different, you know, stages of our life. But shout out to your family for supporting you in this yeah. process because it's hard. Yeah. It's it hard. Is. It's it hard. Is. Creating new waves. Um, as we move to, to the end of this podcast, we're about to hit 30 minutes. Five years from now. Where do you see your business? Do you see yourself as a professor? Like, talk to us, you know, because I love media because it captures what you say now and then later on you can review. It's like, oh, am I on the right track to, right. to get to that point, right. right? Yeah. So talk to us. Two years, what? you know? Two years. Yeah, where you see your business going? Uh, where do you want to see your business? For folks who are listening to these and might want to connect with you, like what is the avenues that you want to tap into? Yeah, so I, two years from now, I want to be able to be um, supporting schools, mm. the, providing consultation to develop like counseling programs um, that are community responsive for students that do allow for all of the students on campus to be able to get mental health supports on campus through their like school counselor or whatever team they might have. So I for sure want to, you know, work with at least like three schools hey. to be able to support in building that um and also ideally I would want like a program like a group program that supports counselors in the span of a school year mm. to be able to build out their program at their school sites I was always like the only school counselor at the schools that I was at, aside from Lodestar when I was just there, I had a team. Um, but I was always the first school counselor and the only school counselor prior to that, right? Mm. And so it helped me get creative and build out programs. Mm. So I'm like, I love doing that. Yeah. Let me help you. I can like give a guide, right? Yeah. So I would love to support schools in doing that and also support like a group of counselors in doing that as well. For sure. That's and have saying. the school paper. Hey, yeah, hey, not the, uh, yeah, school, cool. It benefits the students. It so. benefits the students. It's part of the ecosystem, you know, yeah. to keep elevating the narrative. So uh, outside from that, any any words of advice that you want to give to people, to the listeners, about finding their success in life? Mm, let's see. Um, yeah, yeah, right here, uh, camera time. Yeah, so I would say that you should follow your heart and even through the fear, move through the fear, right? And all like con miedo, sin miedo, con miedo, however you want to do it. 
be able to follow your heart and do take that next step. And even if it's just a little baby step, it's still a step and that's still success. So being able to go towards your end goal, that is still success. Amazing. Amazing. Tell us where people can find you, um, your tags on the, on the socials so people can follow your movement. Okay. So you can follow me on Healing Awas Wellness on Instagram. And I'm also on LinkedIn as Seva Garcia. Um, I don't know my full. It's just Seva Garcia. Seva Garcia. She will pop up. My, yeah. You'll see my, my picture. Um, yeah. For sure. Uh, it was a pleasure being here. Uh, we'd like to keep our conversation short. So the time span of people staying in a conversation Research says that it's less than 30 minutes nowadays. So I appreciate you for being here, elevating your voice, your work that you're doing. Um, this was Noche Galactica, Redefining Success with Sayla Garcia in the building. Thank you.